going on geeks welcome to the geeks under grace podcast my name is lj lowry and uh i'm here with a few special guests uh caleb and taylor uh my good friends uh from the life and trails podcast what's up guys hello hi it's it's good to have you guys on with us uh it was actually cody's five-year anniversary today so he couldn't be on and uh shelly was getting tied up with some work stuff so um they're taking a break this week and uh i was happy to have caleb and taylor come on and join me so that way you know we didn't miss a week and we wanted to bring everybody content and uh so before we get into things uh we're gonna start off with the patreon shout outs so we want to thank brian strother jordan garner casey covell sam watson hannah bacon dan aelo trey braybrand peter tallow michael miller jr hannah goose dalton burton and Michael, just Michael, and then Caleb Ardwin. I know that guy. <laughs> yeah, he sounds he sounds really familiar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, I just want to thank all our patrons out there. It, uh, we talked about this in your guys's episode uh, recently about how how crazy times are. Uh, and so uh, I tell everybody this every week in my little like update weekly update on patreon that we're just so grateful that um nobody has really stopped donating you know through all this and um we greatly appreciate it all right um so before we get into uh, gaming uh why don't you guys uh tell the audience a little bit about yourselves and what you do as far as content creation goes and you, know, you guys got a podcast uh, a, a vlog and all that stuff so so go for it okay um, well, my name is Caleb, uh, and my wife is Taylor, um, <laughs> and we um, have been together. We've been together uh, married uh, for going on four years, and we have been just together dating um, and marriage for going on eight years. Um, about two years ago, we decided to uproot our lives and uh, move across the country, and so uh, we decided just for fun – um, to make a vlog. Um, and so we were doing that just to make sure that, um, Taylor's grandparents, um, and some of our family back home were able to keep up with what, you know, our activities. Um, and so we just, it was great because, uh, we started, we just started doing this and it, it you know, it kind of took off a little bit. And, um, just recently, uh, I was like, man, I really need to do a podcast. I really want to do one. And so, my wife graciously said, I'll do it with you. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, we decided to start, uh, we kind of rebranded ourselves and we are now known as life and trails. Uh, just kind of, we walk through various, uh, we say we walk through the various trails of life. Um, and we're also really big hikers as well. We go hiking a lot. A lot of our, uh, past videos have been hiking, um, and so, uh, yeah, it's in it's our just, vlogs, in our vlogs to our life. So, mm-hmm. yes. So we decided just to, uh, you know, kind of make it about that. And our podcast is um, really just about our marriage. And it's just about kind of some of the topics out there. Uh, LJ, you came on uh, last week and it was really cool to just to talk about social distancing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it was it's just it's been really neat to be able to do this. Uh, yeah, and uh, just uh, I figured this was a good opportunity. I'm like, well, I was on your guys' podcast, so I was like, well, I'm like, it's a great opportunity to bring you guys on too. And being that you guys are new to podcasting, I think it's the perfect time to to let people know about your platform out there. And uh, there's a lot of people that I feel like could could relate to you know y'all's situation and just as a couple. And I feel like there's an audience out there for for your content, so I wanted to bring you guys on and kind of help spread the word as well. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. Um, so Caleb, you know a little bit about how we do things around here as a listener. Um, <laughs> so what we're gonna do is we're gonna geek out about things first in the specific categories, and then we'll kind of go over the news a little bit. Um, so we'll start off with gaming first, as usual. So, uh, what have you guys been playing? Well, Taylor, you can go. Go ahead and go first. Okay, I'm a, I'm a big Animal Crossing fan. Yes. But 
we've talked. I feel like we've talked everybody's ears off about that. So it's okay. Y'all, y'all are y'all are here right now, so just uh, you can share what you think about it, how addicted you are to it. Like. Well, I think I've played like over a hundred hours of Animal Crossing. It's insane. I think I spent a good bit of today just redesigning my town. But um, <laughs> but one another one of my big favorites right now is Stardew Valley. Oh, cool. Um, Caleb and I built like a farm together so we've been playing that and that's a new game to me I just bought my switch for Animal Crossing so I like Caleb was like you have to get Stardew Valley and we'll build a farm together and we'll get married on the farm so. <laughs> that's cool <laughs> so that's what I've been playing Animal Crossing and Stardew Valley that's awesome it's really cool because I was I was like really encouraging her. I was like, man, I, I've been wanting to play the Stardew Valley multiplayer. <laughs> right, so if, right. And if you guys have Stardew Valley, check it out. If you have somebody to play with, it's awesome. It's super fun. If you even if you are playing by yourself, it's still a really fun game. Um, but we really uh, enjoy doing that. We really enjoy uh, being able to create our little farm. And I was joking with Taylor. I said, man, this is what life would be like if we were farmers, except much more easy. <laughs> That's cool. I actually have a review of the game on the website when it first came out, when it was only on Steam. I wrote a review for it because I'm like, oh, this is a thing we haven't covered yet. And so it was really fun to like review that when it came out. Um, but yeah, as far as Animal Crossing, I think I've got about 25 to 30 hours in that myself. And I think between the, between all of us, we probably got a couple hundred. Oh, yeah, for sure. Just wait, just wait till you get the uh, terrain editor. I don't know if oh. you have that. Yeah, but you could start building like cliffs and uh, some of the lakes or the you could build like ponds and rivers and stuff. Oh, yeah. And that that's what I think Taylor's been working on all day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, I like yes. completely rerouted my river today and added a new <laughs> pond and <laughs> made that's a so new cool. waterfall. Like yeah, today, I've gotten a little crazy. <laughs> Today I uh, I paid off my house, um, like so, or the first part. So now I, ha- I tomorrow I get a bigger room. Um, so like I know y'all have have got like upgrades and upgrades on on your house now, um, but yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with it. So it's been fun. Um, so what things have been you've been playing, Caleb? Well, I have been checking out um, this week has been I feel like for me has been more of a demo week. So I played my first Final Fantasy. I did the Final Fantasy uh, remake demo. Nice. Um, I want to check that out and I played it and I actually really enjoy it. So I think that might be one that I'm going to pick up. Oh, cool. Um, and then another game that I checked out, um, I've. I've been really uh, I saw a few videos for it and I was like, man, I, I, I need to just play it. Just try it. it was a game called Moving Out. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, I think it's made by the same people that made Overcooked. It's kind of that same spirit of Overcooked. I, I believe I believe it is. Um, and it's it's just the super fun like physics game where you're having to move furniture into this truck and you could do all kind of things. I, I think I had a couch and I was trying to get it through the door, and I said, oh, I can't do this. So I, like, threw it through the window. What? <laughs> That's awesome. It's a really, really neat game. So I've have, uh, have you and Taylor played that together yet? Uh, we haven't uh, for the for the demo. But, only... uh, okay. uh, but for uh, the game is coming out the end of this month, I believe. I think it's oh, the 28th. Yeah. So that is definitely one I'm going to be picking up. Because you guys liked Overcooked, right? You guys oh. liked that together? Mm-hmm. Overcooked, oh, yeah. <laughs> both Overcooks, and we played what well, we played a lot of the uh, the the downloadable content as well. Yeah, we oh, cool. bought a couple of them and played through them really quickly. <laughs> That's awesome. One of my favorite memories of Overcooked. I've never played it personally, but I watched uh, Cody and his wife Tia. They played it during the pledge drive late at night one time, and I was already sleep deprived and tired, and so I was just making food puns in chat the whole time on Twitch. And it was just great. <laughs> Well, if yeah. you if if you're married and you really want, or if you're in any kind of relationship, you want to <laughs> test out your relationship, play Overcook with your significant other because <laughs> because yeah, I'm like Taylor, what are you doing? Go go get it, and she's like, No, I already got it. Stop yelling <laughs> at me. <laughs> Put the real test to that relationship, I bet. Yeah, <laughs> we've gotten stronger over the past like <laughs> just because of Overcooked. <laughs> she's like. She's like, are you are you chopping that steak fast enough? I'm like, I'm going as fast as I can. <laughs> That's so cool. Cool. Um, yeah. So as as far as uh, myself, 
Uh, I, oh, we have been playing a lot of that Call of Duty Warzone. As you mentioned uh, on your podcast, uh, we got our second win the other day, which was exciting. It was, was great. Cool. It was, was so uh, oh, it was incredibly satisfying. I think I got the I think I got the final kill in that too. So it was, it was, it was, it was, it was so great. Cause my, our buddy, uh, one of our buddies went down and then my brother played with us too. Mm-hmm. And him and LJ were together and me and my buddy were together. Yeah. And so <laughs> we went at it from two sides. Yeah. I think we like flanked a couple guys and, and we somehow pulled off a win. <laughs> it yeah, was great. So my favorite uh, memory of, of that night was, uh, cause I was firing at a guy. Jacob was like, He's like, turn uh, LJ behind you. So I turned around. And so I started firing at the guy. The guy went down and I totally completely downed him. He was dead. And he must have used the self revive because he started pulling a Terminator and started getting back up. And I was like, oh, heck no. I just kept firing on him. Like he literally just got back up from being dead. I was like, oh, this is insane. That was awesome. I, I that was a fun night. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, the other game I actually did play more recently was, uh, today when I got home from work, my copy of Final Fantasy VII did come in the mail from Amazon. Oh, nice. So I got to play a little bit of it, not, not too much, um, kind of just, like, probably a good 45 minutes to an hour or so. Um, actually, not even that, probably, because, uh, my nephew came over and had to help start taking care of him for a little bit before I started podcasting, but, uh... It, it seems like it's going to be pretty cool. A lot of people are playing it right now and very excited about it. It's only like a 30, 40 hour game, which isn't too bad as well. Um, so oh, nice. I think I think it's going to be good for guys like you and I who aren't like super into RP- JRPGs like that. And it's going to bring a nice action uh, like vibe to the story uh, of the original game, too. Well, it was just it was really cool. Now, I don't know what they changed with yeah. between the demo and the actual game. But when I was playing, it was just really cool. To They had that like the little pause. You know, I paused. I aimed at one of the guys and did like mm-hmm. a spell, a fire, uh, fireball spell. Mm-hmm. And then I like took my sword and targeted another guy and like did yeah. a slash at him. It was it was really neat to get to do that. Yeah. The strategy of the combat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, so this is only the first chunk of apparently what is the original game. So that's what's confusing people. It's like, are they going to do like parts? Are they going to do sequels of Final Fantasy VII? Because apparently it's only the part where you're in the city. Like, I don't have very much nostalgia for the original game. But I guess it covers the whole first chunk of the game where you're in the city of the original. So um, that's exciting to see where it goes i guess Um, a lot of people are still not convinced the other parts are probably going to ever come out because this game took like forever too (laughs) oh yeah and it looks like there's a i was looking on switch day it looks like there's a port of seven yes of the original so i mean if you ever get a wild hair and want to check out the original you can um but it's very old school very retro jrpg like turn-based combat um the characters look like little uh, blocky. Yes. <laughs> they yes. look so funny. And back in the day when I was a kid, I had already played stuff like Zelda and, and stuff like that. And so seeing those characters outside of battle, that's how they look. Because when they go into battle, they look pretty close to like normal. And so to me, that just took me out of the experience. Uh, but that's like people's in like people's top 10 like JRPG games of all time. Uh, so I'm excited to kind of jump on the bandwagon and see like, you know, experience that story. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, so let's move on into the gaming news. And uh, so I only chose, normally we do like three pieces of news, but I only chose two so we can keep the conversation and discussion flowing as well. Um, so the first one I figured you guys would really appreciate is that Xbox shared Animal Crossing designs on their Twitter account uh, for like Xbox like shirts. That's pretty cool. I'm going to yeah. have to go, especially since I'm going to be, I think, New console comes out. I'm going with the the Series X, and so I have to I have to re- I, now. Hey, no no disrespect on my PlayStation people, but yeah, I, I got to represent. <laughs> yeah, um, so this is kind of cool because Nintendo and Xbox have had a really good relationship recently. Uh, some Xbox indies came to the Switch. Uh, Cuphead, Ori in the Blind Forest, and Super Lucky's Tale are really popular Xbox indies, and so they seem to like be really cool with each other. Like Sony still kind of keeps their distance in in weird ways, um, but yeah, that's kind of a, just a cool little thing I wanted to share with you guys um, to see Taylor, like everybody in on it. I think Taylor, you need to rock out that Xbox top hat. <laughs> that's 
I'm sure you can take the designs and probably. Oh, I don't know that you can do stuff with them, but um, yeah, they did put those on Twitter on that uh, link in the show notes. If you guys do want those designs, it's pretty fun. So for the uh, second piece of news uh, is that Sony revealed their new their PS5 controller called DualSense. Have, uh, have you guys gotten to see what this looks like yet? I saw a news article the other day on it. I'm. I, I saw it. And I'm like, ah, oh, I don't know. I'm not sure how I feel about it. It's it mm. di- is it bulkier? It looks bulkier. Yeah, it's more shaped like an 4. Xbox controller. Yeah, but it's still got like the PlayStation controller trappings. So this uh is gonna have like for the triggers, it's gonna have more haptic feedback. Um, it's supposed to. They call it Dual Sense because it's supposed to. You're you're supposed to like feel things in the controller more like so like for spider-man i saw a news article recently that the developers are playing around with it and so they said like let's say you're swinging you'll be able to feel the pull and the tension on the on like the trigger for when you're swinging like as if he's actually like pulling the the rope like the web um so there's things like that or like let's say like you're playing something like uh like a game where you have a bow and arrow like horizon zero dawn as you're holding that arrow back you're supposed to feel like the pull of the arrow like on the trigger um so there's creative things that they are doing with this but i personally i don't know how much they'll get used by a lot of developers oh yeah i think the design is i mean it's a pretty i I think it looks neat i'm like it looks a little bit bulkier but sometimes it um you know bulkier stuff like that usually fits better in your hands Mm -hmm. um taylor actually got if you want to just kind of mention this real quick she got a um uh, a new like case for her switch light that was a little bit bulkier and it fit mm-hmm. like don't you say taylor it fits pro- really well oh yeah it's hands. kind of like the the pro controller on the switch it's like very like ergonomically or whatever oh, cool. called. <laughs> so it's got like like kind of like gr- like a grip on it yeah yeah that's cool um, but it was like 30 bucks on amazon for like two screen protectors, a stylus, the case, um, the actual, like, case case, and, like, the controller, like, cover on it, I guess. Okay. Is it there called the Satisfy Grip? Um, I don't know. Oh, okay. I remember exactly what it's called. Um, so, mine, uh, I have something similar where it, it like, sl- does it, like, slide in? Yeah, yeah. It's like a frame? Yeah. Okay, that's kind of what I have for the regular Switch. It's very satisfying. It yeah. makes it so much more comfortable. So oh, yeah. you probably have the Switch Lite version of that. That's cool. That's yeah. cool, though. I'm I'm eager, uh, going back to the DualSense uh, PS5 controller, I am, I am eager to, to actually see it, uh, hopefully in person. Um, maybe I can stop over if anybody picks up, has a PS5. Yeah. I, can, like, I want to hold it and um, be able to play around with it and stuff. I think that'd be really neat. Yeah. Um. So you guys both played Untitled Goose Game, right? Taylor didn't. I did, but she, I, she watched. I watched. For- <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason why I reference that is because you know how it uh, has the little lines whenever you honk, like it has like yes lines. So uh, people are joking that um, the PS4's share button is now the honk button because it's got these like <laughs> I love lines that. above it. Like if you go look at the pictures of the controller, you'll probably like see it real quick it's pretty funny they need to do a work in on the ps5 they need to have it on ps5 and every time you do push that button it needs it needs a honk as the goose (laughs) the special they could make a special edition uh untitled goose game controller (laughs) oh man that'd be crazy that haptic feedback like when you actually grab and pull stuff like (laughs) it would be but think about it that would be super cool i mean you're you're like pulling it and you could kind of feel like when a farmer the farmer's like grabbing the like sack of uh, wheat or flour mm-hmm. or whatever and he's like pulling it and you feel the feedback on the controller and him pulling it that'd be pretty yeah, sweet that's interactive stuff going on there um cool uh so that's kind of it for the gaming news um uh, i didn't so what we usually like to do also is we do a short poll list for gaming uh, there was like literally nothing like that interesting coming out except for I usually don't put updates in here, but the Fallout 76 uh, Wastelanders update comes out this week for those oh. who are, are fans. Those who are fans, <laughs> like yes, <me. laughs> yeah, yeah. I am a huge uh, LJ. LJ knows this for a fact that I am a huge Fallout fan. I and I know a lot of people. Look, a lot of people out there gave Fallout 76 some hate. I totally get it. 
But as a fan of Fallout, I I was uh, I think I was telling one of our friends this the other day. The game may be trash, you know, Bethesda did some things that I don't agree with with the game. However, to me, I really like the lore. You know, I'm a big mm-hmm. lore person. I love the Fallout lore. Um, and then I love the fact that me and my brother uh, could jump on there and play. You know, I think that's cool that we get to play a Fallout game together. I mean, it might not be the best Fallout game ever, but I think it's super fun. And I think this mm-hmm. Wastelanders pack is going to add, I mean, it's... I know it's it solves a lot of issues people had with it about especially with like the NPCs. We're finally getting NPCs, yes. um, and uh, that I actually read earlier that with the Wastelanders update, um, there is going to be um, two different missions. Um, I think it, uh, once you walk out of the vault, there's a mission, and then there's another mission. I think when you hit level 20 right now, and then they're gonna probably you know keep introducing stuff. Um, so, but I, I'm very excited about, um, my brother called me earlier. He's like, the Wastelander, just let you know that Wastelander comes out tomorrow. I was like, I know <laughs> I'm going to download it tomorrow morning Yeah. before I start working so I can have it, uh, when I get off. Um, but it's, it's, uh, hopefully this satisfies a lot of people. Um, a lot of like the requests people had. And I, I, I honestly think it'll be really fun. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. I enjoyed it too. But I was gonna say you're you're such a Fallout fan that you got that Pit Boy edition for Fallout Four. Now, people that are listening, this is before I got married, so I didn't have <laughs> there you I, go. I didn't have my wife to tell me no, you can't spend two hundred dollars. Actually, two hundred and sixty dollars, two hundred sixty with tax. Like you can't spend that. To get it. I'm sure now if I told Taylor, hey Taylor, can I buy a uh uh. uh you know, a big fallout. I should tell me probably no. <laughs> hey, you had that on display for a good while. I, so you got your use out of it. Mm-hmm. I did. And it's, it's really cool. I got it. They, so they, they said that we're not making any more pit boy editions. Uh, this is back when uh, the fallout four came out with that edition. And uh, I kept looking, I'm like, man, I wish they would produce more. And finally, I think it was like, okay, we put out a certain, uh, a certain amount and I saw it on GameStop and I immediately I, without hesitation, I ordered it. Cause I was like, <laughs> if I don't get this now, I'm not getting it. That's and cool. I got like this, I got the big, uh, the case for it. And I got like the pit boy and it came with some like different art. It was so cool. I absolutely like big, big fallout fan here. That's awesome. There's actually a like watch face on the Fitbit that is a, like a pit boy like style. Oh, it's awesome. really cool. <laughs> I had it for a little bit, but I didn't have like all of, like the watch features that I wanted. Oh bummer! That's such like, neat though. Like, Caleb was like really excited. He was like, "You have to try it out." <laughs> <laughs> That's neat. The next thing I'm looking for is a is a a Vault Boy onesie. So one of those like Halloween onesies. You know, you could put it on and. Oh yeah. I need the uh I need the onesie. <laughs> the Vault or a Vault the, or something that'd be cool. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that'd be really neat. <laughs> right on. Yeah, I figured you'd enjoy that. And uh, we have enjoyed that game in the past as well. Um, so I'm going to get into our next topic of movies. What have you guys been watching uh, in the movie realm? We just watched Frozen 2. We're like really late to the game on this one, but yeah, we just watched okay. Frozen 2. And I, haven't watched I really, really liked it. I thought it was so much better than the first one. Yeah, we did. We did talk a little bit about this on on your podcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks really cool to me. Like I was like, oh, that looks so neat. It looks more mature. It looks like they still have the songs that everybody you know will, will gravitate mm-hmm. to, kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, it looks cool. Yep, I think that was. Oh, and we actually finished onward today as well. Oh, you did. We did. We finished yeah. it. Yes. <laughs> cool. So what? Do, so what's the verdict? It was still, I think, in our opinion, it was still okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel that. Uh, you know, like I said before, it's it's not Pixar's best work, but I think it's good, and it's I think it just has that type of aesthetic that not everybody can connect with. Like we were talking last time, it's like they there's the futuristic ex- aesthetic of Wall-E, the um, aesthetic of like Toy Story and stuff like that. There's there's so much more that I think people can relate to. And so the D and D thing is for a very specific crowd. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Very. Now you've, I think you, I believe you've watched it too, LJ, right? Yes. Yep. Yes. I did. 
I will not because I don't want to spoil this for anybody, but there was that one part with the monster that that appeared and in our D&D campaign, you guys fought that monster. Yes. And I, I was like, I told Taylor that. It was like, they fought that in the in my homebrew game. <laughs> yeah, so I was, uh, so so uh, just so our, our audience knows, half of my D&D stories come from, from Caleb, uh, because <laughs> since we play D&D, uh, Caleb is our, our dungeon master. And so when I got, when I got to that part, I was like, oh yeah, like, I fought one of those. Um, but yeah, and so, um, I'm getting some of my conversations mixed up about onward a little bit because we did our Bible study uh, that Saturday night um, for onward because um, we were supposed to play D and D. And so I was like, okay, uh, since uh, we had to reschedule, I was like, all right, I'm going to go do the, do the Bible study live on Twitch with the rest of the gang. And so uh, that was really fun. We got to, to do that. So for our listeners, if you haven't watched onward yet, or you have, we have our Bible study. You can download uh, on the website and uh, check that out. So, so yeah. Uh, so, so is that it for everything you guys been watching? I believe so. I haven't watched too too many movies lately, but uh, yeah, we've been on a, like a TV show kick. Cool. We'll get to that. We'll definitely get to that. <laughs> I have to. Uh, so, as far as news uh, for movies, also also pretty short. Um, I find I found this very interesting. So the CEO, well not CEO, he's like the head of Disney, Bob Iger. Uh, I guess recently he said that he is staying on um, as as the head as the head honcho over there during all this COVID nineteen stuff. Um, oh wow! Yeah, so he was supposed to take a backseat role, like very backseat role, um, for uh, for the guy that's taking his his place, and uh, so. He said basically he said after 15 years like he's not just gonna gonna leave and like I don't think it was supposed to be like till 2021 uh, that he was really gonna like depart fully but he basically said like after 15 years of running this company like I'm not gonna leave them to take care of it all so um, I think it's really cool that he's kind of stepping up. Oh yeah, I think that's super neat. I mean he knows the ins and outs of the company already, and not to say the other guy doesn't, but he knows in that role, what to do, how the company's been running. And now that things are changing in this economy that we're in, um, he kind of, I think he probably has a better idea on, okay, what do I, you know, how can I make this um, effective and how can I help out my employees? How can I, you know, what can I do in my role um, and how can I manage from this role in this time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause uh, it got, Disney recently got hit with all those delays. I don't know if you guys heard about that. Like all of the Marvel movies are getting pushed like a year later in, in their respective release dates. Uh, I think there's stuff like Mulan that we still don't know uh, when, uh, when any of that was coming out. So was there any of that stuff that you guys were excited to see? I was excited to see, I was definitely excited to see Black Widow Uh only for the fact that I really want to see a live action Taskmaster. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I really want to, and then I also wanted to see um, David Harbor. Yes. In that in that movie, I just as what's what was it the is he the Red Guardian? Is that something? I forget what his name, but he's basically a Russian Captain America. That's I was really looking forward to that, but it's all right. I think uh, that moved to a November release date, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah, I really still wanted to see Mulan. Like, it's so crazy to think about, like, in this current time, like, Mulan would have been out already. Like, we would have seen it. So, yeah, I think that uh, uh, it's it's interesting that uh, Bob Iger is, is sticking around. He's not letting his people go, basically. And they have all their parks that they got to worry about. Um, so the second one is definitely less fortunate. And so... Uh, this one is related to AMC. Do y'all go to an AMC theater usually? Uh, we actually, well, we used to. Okay. Um, we mainly go to so in so we live in Tennessee, right? And uh, we mainly go to a drive-in theater, like the old school drive your cars. There's the big, you know, in a little town, uh, about an hour. Is it an hour and a half, Taylor? Yeah, it's like it's about an hour away from us. Mm. Oh, cool. Um, but we used to, we do have an AMC that's really close. So there's some movies that we still go to the AMC for, 
Okay. But we mostly go to the the drive-in theater. Yeah, the, the drive-in's a lot cheaper. Oh, that that sounds and fun can, though. And you can see two movies, and it's just an experience altogether. So that's cool. Well, uh, unfortunately for AMC, uh, I guess analysts are saying that uh, due to this whole COVID nineteen thing, that uh, they could file for bankruptcy. Um, which is to me is kind of a bummer because like AMC is like one of the top like theaters. Absolutely, it's really it's really sad because you know when that happens, people lose their jobs and it's yeah, it's hard. To, it's it's hard to come back from that, you know. Mm-hmm. Especially like I know that there's smaller towns out there that the theater is like a, a big, you know, it's a money maker. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I know that we've lived in a town that it was like that. Like the theater was that's what you did. You went go see movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how you know a lot of people were employed. A lot of you know younger younger uh, people were employed at theaters. Um, mm-hmm. So it's. It's pretty sad. I, I hate to see that. At the same time, I saw somebody comment this. They, I saw, I think, a meme about it. They're like, AMC could file for bankruptcy. What happened to that $54? All the, the popcorn that they've been charging, that was $54. They should have been saving that. <laughs> That's a good point. That is a very good point. They and like $30, like $30 a ticket or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They should have been saving up all, all, that, uh, all that money. Um, that they've been charging, yeah. overcharging me for popcorn and soda and drinks and snacks. Yep, that's right. Yeah, I wonder about uh, our, the little theater over here in Broussard that I live next to, like Celebrity, like the privately owned stuff. Like, I wonder yeah. if they're better off because privately owned or not. Like, well, they don't take as big of a hit. So this is pretty cool. The the theater that we go to, the drive-in, they're doing right now. They're doing like um. Uh, because the theater is closed to keep people employed, they are doing meals that people can drive in and pick up. So, oh, if, cool. you know, people like need food and stuff. Um, they're like cooking everything, making sure everything's sanitized and stuff too. But they're doing like little, uh, you know, if you need like a big bag of popcorn, you can grab it just to keep people employed mm-hmm. and to keep their business open. And I think a lot of people are like, you know, just driving through, grabbing food just to support them, uh, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked about that in, in, in your in your podcast about how like there's people doing good stuff like that out in the world that are like doing something about about their, the situation. So that's cool. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that is what's going on in the movie realm. It's it was really a light news week. I really couldn't find much. I kind of scroll through our our favorite news source we like on the podcast is Screen Rant. I figure they provide just enough. Uh, information for us and it's good to it's an easy to digest uh, have y'all seen those pitch the pitch meeting videos that they do i don't think i have oh they're so you fun. need to after this you need to send me some yeah i'll send, I'll send you guys uh, they have one of the it's a tiger king pitch meeting oh, and so the guy that uh does them he it's basically like he like he's talking to himself but it's like a, it's supposed to be like like a pitch meeting and and it's like these ideas, but then like how they could go wrong and stuff like that. It's super funny. So I'll have to send some to you guys. Um, speaking of Tiger King, that also technically leads me into the TV realm, which is also our streaming realm where we talk about all things streaming. Uh, so what have you guys been watching on the TV? Well, obviously Tiger King. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, and right now um, there is a bonus episode with Joel McHale. Oh, cool. um, that they just aired uh, yesterday, and it has him kind of going through and interviewing the uh, the players in the in the show. So they he would call up uh, like John Finley and um uh what Eric the one of them's Eric Eric Sam. I can't remember his, yep um, and then like some of the other ones uh, Rick the producer Kirkham mm-hmm. um, and so he does like these little just interviews Jeff Lowe and his his wife. Um, and so he goes and he just talks to him, uh, just says, Hey, how's your life been changed? And most of them are like, everybody treats us like we're celebrities now. And we're We're just people. We're just people. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah. We, we talked, we talked about it last week on on the podcast that it would be coming. So that's cool that that it's out. Um, what else? Well, um, Taylor has been telling what, tell everybody what you've been watching or what we've been watching a lot of. Um, I, one of my favorite TV shows of all time is friends. And so whenever I got 
pulled from Netflix, I was very, very sad. (laughs) So I haven't had friends since whatever it was, what, January 1st. And so I finally, like, spent some money and, like, invested in just purchasing them on Amazon Digital. Oh, nice. So I finally got to watch Friends again for the first time this year. (laughs) It was really funny. She was like, we were, I think we were laying in bed and we were trying to find something to watch. She's like, oh, by the way, just let you know, uh, I bought three seasons of Friends. (laughs) And she just put it on. It's like, you can't be mad at me. I'm like, I'm not. I'm glad. I'm happy. I love. That's cool. I was like, I miss my friends. (laughs) That's crazy. That, that's awesome though. That, like it's so. So it sounds like you you liked that show originally, oh, other yeah. than like all the people that like totally like discovered it. All like the Gen Zs that discovered it when it came to Netflix. Yeah, I I grew up watching the show. It was my mom's favorite show too. So it's like always been playing in the background in my house. So I guess it's like a nostalgia thing for me. That that's it's cool. just like one of my favorite shows. But yeah, that's awesome. Uh, what about you, Caleb? Um, I have been like on a big Star Wars kick lately. And so I finished, I watched all the Star Wars, uh, Clone Wars, uh, finished that. And now I'm on Star Wars Rebels, which I'm really enjoying. I mean, uh, it's, it's been a really great just watching the first couple episodes. I think I like it a little bit better than the Clone Wars because the Clone Wars, it was very like random story arcs and they, some of them were out of order and yeah. And uh, I mean, they had a re- some really good story arcs, but um, Rebels is a straight, you know, kind of a linear show. Or as as much as I've seen, it's been pretty linear, and it's it's just really cool. It's good. It's it's a really cool um, experience to see what happens after the Empire rises and uh, some of these Jedi that have kind of uh, hidden out. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's been really cool, and uh, I know you're gonna like this one, LJ. I've also been watching Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yes, are you all caught up? I am. Was it the? Did you watch the newest one? I believe it was the uh, kind of a re- retake on the Halloween heist. Yes, the hollow. Uh, it was the Halloween Valentine's and Easter heist. Yes, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Um, so you mentioned Star Wars. The thing that I watched recently, which is getting really good, is Lego Masters. Uh, so I finally yes. saw the Star Wars episode. Yes, it was so good. <laughs> oh man, so stinking great. Yeah, I love that show. I do too. I started watching it, and so like sometimes I'll be watching it, and my mom will like almost get emotional like at the end of every episode because she doesn't want to see them leave. <laughs> and so that's where I was kind of at towards the end of that one. I, I guess like I-, I won't spoil it for in case there's anybody that hasn't caught up yet. But it was just one of those things. It's like I did not want to see anybody go at all. I was like, man, I'm like this ain't right. Like I was like, this is gonna suck. They and, built some. They built some just amazing. I mean, talk about amazing things. After we finished watching the Star Wars one, Taylor turned to me and she said, "I want Legos. <laughs> <laughs> I really want, really want the Friends Central Perk Lego set so oh, bad. Yeah. I keep like hinting at Caleb of like birthday present, Christmas present, like it's on my <laughs> list. Like, yeah, I was gonna say you know what to do now. <laughs> <laughs> it's that has been such a cool show though, just to see like. I didn't even know that you could build half the stuff that they built with Legos. Yeah, it's nuts. Like, uh, what was that, that bridge one when they were getting all mm-hmm. crazy, like the architecture was? That was yeah. nuts. And then I think the most creative episode that really just got me hooked, that's when I said, man, this is like my favorite reality show, is when they, they took the items and they cut them in half, like half a bicycle. Yes. Half a, and then they had to rebuild the other half out of Legos. And I was like, whoa, that's so awesome. And there was like one that was like a laptop they cut in half and they did like this really cool design and fire hydrant. And yeah. it was fire hydrant. That was really cool. It was just a, it's a good show. If you, if you haven't seen Lego masters, please go watch it. It's, it's oh, definitely, absolutely. yep. Definitely worth the watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was super good. I'm so excited for the finale. Didn't, did they take like a week off or something? Cause there was an episode, there was a week where I didn't see any new episodes. I think they did. Yeah, it was I like they did. Yeah. I guess I didn't pay attention, but it was one of those things I was like, huh, like they skipped a week. So Um, and then some more interesting news that Taylor might be sad about. <laughs> uh Friends will not be there for you um uh, when HBO Max launches. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
like that pun, huh? Yeah, um, I did. I, I appreciated that a lot. <laughs> uh, you'll have to stick to Amazon. So um, it looks like because uh, this is supposed to be, um, let's see, I think it was going to be. So they have all these streaming services like Apple TV Plus and all that that this is going to be on. But uh, this is HBO Max is the reason that Friends is not on Netflix anymore. So you can blame them. Um, so it looks like this is uh, an effect of like the COVID-19 stuff. Um, let's see. So it says, unfortunately, due to the coronavirus uh, pandemic effectively shutting down Hollywood, uh, the Friends special was postponed by two months in March. At the time, HBO Max uh, was still confident that the reunion would be available as planned. However, per Hollywood Reporter earlier this week, the stream, uh, so they announced that it would launch without the special. So the HBO Max thing, for people that are interested, it's still going to launch, but they're not bringing their friends, apparently. Aww. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Even more yeah. reason for me to buy more seasons on Amazon Prime. Yes, buy all the seasons. <laughs> um, so this is what me and Taylor were talking about earlier. So is the Friends reunion supposed to be like, did they plan like a, just a sit down with the cast and like a chat about it? Or was it going to be like an actual like reunion, like an episode where it the episode takes place like several years later? Um, See, that was the thing I couldn't, I didn't know. I don't think it really said per se. Uh, maybe that's something I'll have to go look back uh, at an old news article. Um, Friends reunion special. Let's see here. Um, let me see. Um, it looks like, I think it may just be like one of those sit down things. Although it would be cool if it was an episode like you guys, like, like you were just saying, um, I'll have to double check on that though, because that is an interesting point. Um, I could be wrong, but I, I would assume it's one of those like sit down specials. Um, but that's still pretty fun, you know, especially for fans. The nostalgia is in right now and things like that. There's all these mm-hmm. shows and movies coming back and things like that. So, um, so that's still exciting. Uh, people are going to have to wait a little bit longer. Uh, and then uh, the s- second piece of TV news is uh, that Netflix gives us a first look at Space Force with Steve Carell. Michael Scott in space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's exciting. Um, I believe. Okay, so they are uh, they're giving a, a a premiere date as well. So this is coming out on May 29th. I'm pretty pumped up to see this. It's been for me. It's been a while since I've actually seen Steve Carell in anything. So mm-hmm. I'm eager to see, you know, what's what's going on. Like what what how his performance is in this new thing and i think it's gonna be really neat mm-hmm. and it has it has john ralphio yes yeah i was just looking at yeah. those images right now it has um uh, ben schwartz who did the voice for sonic um so that's even a more reason to go see sonic if you guys have not seen sonic yet <laughs> that was definitely one I told Taylor I wanted to see in our in our quarantine we need to go see or i wanted to like rent sonic is it out for rent can you rent um, sonic I bought it on Amazon, but I'm not sure if you can rent it yet. Oh, that's another thing I'll have to double check. Um, because that was one of those movies that I saw. Like, when I saw it, I loved it. And so I was like, okay, I'm buying this when it comes out for my nephew to watch. And so within the span of 24 hours, my three-year-old nephew watched Sonic three times. And <laughs> so uh, when – and you laugh because you, know you know how he is from, from yeah. our chats and stuff. So. I guess outside that same day, he said he told my mom because he was running around outside. He goes, "I want to make the road hot like Sonic." <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh, so Ben Schwartz, he he did a really good job in that movie. Um, oh yeah, he does. Space he cool. he does a pretty good job. And like I said, John Ralphio, Sonic, he, he mm-hmm. plays some really good roles. Yeah. And then Space Force is cool because like you know that's gonna have an office vibe to it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I. Actually, let me look it up real quick. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I think Greg Daniels is involved with it. Who was yeah. the? He was over the the office. He was, I think, the, the showrunner. Show yeah. Oh, cool. I was gonna say, I don't know if it's in that link or not. I haven't. Uh... I spy Lisa Kudrow as well. Oh, oh yeah. I'm That's happy awesome. about that. <laughs> <laughs> 
How many times have you guys binged through The Office? Speaking of, I think we we just finished our fifth. I think it's our oh. our fifth run through. <laughs> that was our like in between after Friends left, we started watching The Office. So <laughs> I'm about ready to like. I've been thinking about that show a lot lately for some reason. Uh, but I'm about ready to start watching it again. It's been long enough for me to where I'm like, okay. But it's also kind of one of those things. It's like there's a hundred other things I could watch. Yeah. So do I watch the same thing I've always been watched? Like, I mean, do I watch like something familiar or do <laughs> I watch something new? So. Oh yeah. Well, it looks like I just looked it up. It looks like it is. It was created by Greg Daniels and Steve Carell. Oh, so, cool. Yep. That's gonna be fun. So. It is definitely. I feel like it's definitely gonna have that. Un- the office vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, alrighty then. Um, so before we do close, is there anything else that you all have been geeking out about? Taylor, you have anything? I do not. Oh, I do. Um, okay. We, so because of the quarantine, we, um, there's a guy that we know, he has a um, hobby shop here in uh, in Nashville, and we are you know trying to support him. We, we ordered something online. He actually shipped it to us uh, from his store. It was a board game called Everdell, and uh, it's a super fun board game. It's so there's these like little animal pieces. Taylor, you could probably explain it way more than me. I try <laughs> to explain this on our podcast podcast, <laughs> and I I don't know what happened. <laughs> I feel like the best way to explain it is like fairy tale Catan. Oh. So like you're like building up your city, but you're like little woodland creatures. Awesome. So yeah, it's a lot of fun though. I think we've played it through like two or three times in the past couple of weeks. It's it's about a four, it's about a forty to sixty minute game. Yeah, it's a really long game. You sit nice. there and you have to like kind of strategize because you're um you move through like four seasons and you have to. Uh, you only get so many resources, and it's super fun. I suggest you go just take a look at it, look it up. Um, it's a really fun game. If you need a good board game, I'd check out that one. And then the second one I had was um, – I know Shelly will appreciate this. We got uh, the Corella de Vil, Villainous. Oh, pack, awesome. Target pack. Special Edition. It was, <laughs> That's so cool. We got it right before – I think we got it right before the whole virus thing. So Taylor went to go pick it up, and so we were able – so we played that a couple times. It's really fun. Um, it adds uh, Corella DeVille, uh, Pete, and I don't remember Gothel. the – Gothel. Gothel from Tangled. That's awesome. It's uh, it's super, super fun. Uh, definitely enjoy Villainous. If you haven't played it, go check it out. They have – right now, that's their third expansion. So we are – we have a board game closet, and it is stacked up. And on top of that stack is, like, all our Villainous, and <laughs> we're, we love that. That's one of our favorites. But And I'm just cool. glad we were able to get a hold on the Target Special Edition. So we have the yes. special Corella DeVille piece. Yeah, I, I believe it was because of this podcast that uh, Caleb heard of, heard of Villainous probably in all the expansions. So, uh, thank you, thank you, Shelley. I appreciate it. We enjoy <laughs> that game. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, That's when awesome. she, I know she, when she talked about it originally, I think she she mentioned like about Scar, and yes. I think that's what really got me excited. I was like, man, I really want to play a Scar. And so we got the expansion pack and we played it, and then we were hooked, and we just. We're like, oh, we gotta, <laughs> we gotta get them all. Bar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I did get my uh, real quick. Uh, I did forget about something. I finally got my mini in for Curse of Strahd, oh, uh, nice. for the D and D campaign. So that was cool. Got that Hero Forge custom mini in finally. And uh, so next time y'all can come down or I can come visit y'all, we could we we could hopefully get that painted because since you know how to do that sort of thing. Oh yeah, I'm big. I'm big into painting minis, so that's I'm not. I won't say that I'm good at it, but I like doing it. So cool. Yeah, that ship you that you painted looked really good. It looked like pretty good. We spent oh, yeah. so much money on that ship. Oh yeah, <laughs> we spent a ton of money on it. That's cool. My wife let me do it. She said. She said. I had too, so. Yeah, she said if you let me get all these books, you can get your pirate ship. <laughs> all right, cool. So Did she bought a bunch you? of. She bought a bunch of books, and I yes. bought a pirate ship, a <laughs> resin-printed pirate ship that took nice. me 
took, I think we estimated 14 hours to paint and then oh. build. We built the mast out of like dowel rods and we did the, um, we did the sails out of, um, felt felt. We did like these like felt looking cells on and I it. I built like some net out of like some string and stuff and put a net together and oh, cool. it's really cool. <laughs> it took us 14 hours and it <laughs> sits awesome. on my nightstand. So Speaking I could look of at, bonding time. Yeah, so there you I go. Could, so I could look at it, look at it and be reminded how much money that I spent <laughs> and how much time <laughs> and how much time I spent on the pirate ship. So it's really cool looking though, but uh, I think we actually did. We may have done a post on our Instagram, so um, you guys could definitely check that out. Cool. So that is going to lead me in, into our closing. Um, so I know that uh, y'all have the podcast. Uh, I know Taylor, you paint and have a site for that and stuff as well. Yeah, so so why don't you tell us about that, and then you guys can go into all the links and where to find your podcast and such. Sure. Yeah, I do um, watercolor paintings, and I sell them on Etsy. Uh, my, and my name on Etsy is Tay Art Creations. Um, and then we do our YouTube channels we talked about, which is Life and Trails. And then we've been posting also, we have our Instagram account. It's Life and Trails Pod. Cool. And we have our vlog as well that you can also check out on YouTube, Life and Trails. It, it goes along with our podcast. Yeah. Cool. Like a companion piece. Right on. Alrighty, well, uh, my name is LJ Lowry, uh, if, if uh, you listeners did not know that already. And uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter, at WarHeroLJ. And uh, you can find Geeks Under Grace on all of our social media platforms and the website, geeksundergrace.com. Oh, and I also stream on Fridays on our Twitch channel, uh, twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace. And with that, this has been episode 214 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Bye. Bye, y'all. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening. Oh!